Welcome back everybody. This is Eric and Barry again from Moss Pond and Gun and we have another gun gripe for you today. I realized that this last week we were on a little bit of a hiatus, uh, mainly because of SHOT Show. And of course you guys probably saw quite a few of the SHOT Show videos that were kind of coming down the pipeline from last week. Uh, hopefully we're going to be able to pick things back up where we left off and um, follow a few gun gripes. And of course for this week, uh, this is probably this week's most top requested gun gripe. And today we're going to talk about the anti-gun and basically anti-American legislation that's been uh, shoved down the citizens of New York's throats. And uh, it's called the New York SAFE Act, and that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. I do have a printout of uh, all 13 of the provisions that we're going to read to you uh, in full. But uh, Barry, what do you think about this? I know this is kind of sort of came down the line over the last few weeks, but uh, what do you think about it? Well, New York was the first to pass any strict gun laws after all the uh, Sandy Hook shooting and so on and so forth. But there's an old saying, you get the kind of government that you ask for. Now, uh, Mayor Bloomberg uh, keeps being reelected, so I mean, he's a known anti-gunner. Uh, right. It seems like the people can't seem to shed these people that are affecting their lives every day. And this is called the New York SAFE Act, and it was passed on what day? It was passed on January 15th, 2013, right. so just a week ago. Right. So this was, this was like Eric said, shoved down their throats, basically. Uh, it's uh, just an arbitrary gun law that was, that was passed on all the people in New York. And right. uh, it is uh, very restrictive. Very restrictive. I'm going to read the... Uh, I'm going to read this stuff to you, and just bear with me, it'll take just a moment, it's not that much. It bans possession of any high-capacity magazines regardless of when they were made or sold. The maximum capacity for a detachable magazine is reduced from 10 rounds to 7. Magazines owned before passage of the SAFE Act, able to hold 7 to 10 rounds, can be possessed, but they cannot be loaded with more than 7 rounds. If you're caught with more than seven rounds in your 10-shot magazine, it's a misdemeanor. The magazine limit takes effect April 15, 2013, so it has not yet taken effect. Right. Ammunition dealers are required to do background checks, similar to those for gun buyers. Dealers are required to report all sales, including amounts, to the state. Internet sales of ammunition are allowed, but the ammunition will have to be shipped to a licensed dealer in New York State for pickup. That's a crock of shit requires creation of a registry of assault weapons. Those New Yorkers who already own such weapons would be required to register their guns with the state. So now what's next? Are they going to uh, ban assault people? Requires any therapist who believes a mental health patient made a credible threat of harming others to report the threat to a mental health director who would have, have to report the serious threats to the State Department of Criminal Justice Services. A patient's gun could be taken from him or her. Stolen guns are required to be reported within 24 hours. Failure to report can result in a misdemeanor. Redu reduces the definition of assault weapon from two identified features to one. Requires background checks for all gun sales, including by private sellers, except for sales to members of the seller's immediate family. Wow, that's a uh, really wide range of, uh, yes. you know, loophole you can get around. Makes the unsafe storage of assault weapons a misdemeanor. Of course, because they're sitting in a rocking chair in your corner watching your every move, they're going to know that. Bans the internet sale of assault weapons. 
I guess they should stop selling knives and forks online too. Increases sentences for gun crimes, including for taking a gun on school property. Increases penalties for shooting first responders to life in prison without parole. So in other words, if you shoot a, uh, a paramedic coming to the scene of, a, right. of an accident, or a fireman, you get in trouble. Or a police officer, it's life without parole. Right. Limits the state records law to protect handgun owners from being identified publicly, which is bullshit. It's we, bullshit. We know, of course, uh, last week a, a large uh, paper produced an article where they had a map overview on their website of all the uh, registered gun owners in the area. Right. Of course, a lot of people got fired up uh, about that, and rightly so. Some of their homes have been broken into, by the way. Of course. says, requires pistol permit holders or owners of registered assault weapons to have them renewed at least every five years. Mm. So, very interesting. Basically, what we're seeing with that is, it's basically just a huge crock of crap, and that's the bottom line. Anybody that pays their taxes, that works hard, that plays fair, that pays by the rules, if you are affected by that, is completely against your constitutional rights and, and against your human rights. I mean, it's just completely beyond me how someone can say you can own a ten-round magazine. But because we're the thought police, you can only have seven rounds in it. Mm -hmm. That makes absolutely no sense. And if anything, that just completely nullifies and reduces whatever amount of limited credibility they have. Right. Now, Diane Feinstein submitted her assault uh, magazine ban yesterday, which would reduce everything to ten rounds right. sold in the future. Now, under the Clinton bill, unlike New York, if you have them, it will be grandfathered. So you could keep your 30-round magazines. Uh, but I don't understand. Are they going to limit magazines to 10-round new ones? But what about the billion more that are floating around out right. in the country? If you're going to commit a crime, you're a criminal, and you're already going to commit a heinous crime, what difference does it make to you whether you have an illegal magazine or not? Right. Uh, Which is why this legislation is so pointless. It's, it's totally pointless. I mean, you know, across the board, I've been kind of paying attention to what uh, our YouTube subscribers say to us on there. We do read comments, I do read PMs, I'm not always able to respond, but I do read your comments, and we do get a lot of correspondence directly in the mail. You know, a lot of you guys send us letters, and hey, we appreciate you taking the time to write. Unfortunately, we can't always respond to every single inquiry. However, we do read them. And across the board, um, one thing that I've seen that, that people have kind of come out and put their foot down about in New York is they're saying that once the time comes for registration to occur, there's a lot of people that are going to completely refuse to do it. They're going to refuse to comply. And across the board, you know, I, I can say that, that I can't publicly say that I agree with that because it's breaking the law. However, I can agree with the spirit of that uh, type of disrespect for the government and the establishment. And, I mean, people need to put their foot down and say enough is enough. And while I won't stand here and tell you to break the law, I can say that um, I can respect why you would do that. Well, I heard through the grapevine, and I know this for, to be somewhat of a fact, 90 sheriffs across this country have refused to obey any kind of unconstitutional confiscation of weapons or whatever. The sheriff of Cherokee County, Georgia, in my own home state, has already made that statement. He will not enforce any unconstitutional laws against the citizens of Cherokee County. Then we get this lawyer on TV. Well, we're going to leave it up to the sheriff to determine what's constitutional? No. He knows what's constitutional. And so does this attorney. Now, people will do what you coerce them to do. 
Now we've got to turn from a, a nation of sheeple into a, into a nation of people again. I agree. We don't have a government uh, of the sheeple, by the sheeple, and for the sheeple. It's the people. And uh, somehow we've let the government uh, become an entity unto itself. Well, yeah, and they, you know, people let them intimidate them. Mm -hmm. And, of course, just the way that it's the thought police. Going back to our original gun gripe about the thought police. I mean, mm -hmm. you think about who is the government. Well, the government's made of people. Mm -hmm. The government's run by people. The government is for the people. So, essentially, you are the government. You govern yourselves. We govern each other. We look after each other. Law-abiding I mean, people do govern themselves. A, a policeman that puts on a uniform every day, well, he's just got a uniform on, but he's still a person just like you, you or I. Mm -hmm. So I think what we have to remember is that we're dealing with people here. And it's just one of those things that anybody can write some law down on a piece of paper and slide it across the desk and say, all right, there it is. But if you refuse to accept it, and if the law enforcement refuses to enforce it, it's not really much of a law, is it? No, and I good. think that across the board we're seeing that. Now, New York, I, I suppose, would be a place that something like this could easily go through just because of their general anti-gun stature. Um, a lot of the policemen in New York are anti-gun, and they know that. So they know that from an enforcement standpoint, they'll be able to enforce this quite easily because the policemen up there can be pricks. Right, I mean, but they're, they're, not, the they're not down in the deep south. No, they're not, they're not down in the, in the deep they're south. They're not in the Midwest either. Now, we also heard, uh, Ray brought it up to uh, my attention the other day, that the Utah Sheriff's Association made a public statement to President Obama and his government or whatever, or his people, what have you, and saying that they will not enforce any unconstitutional laws on their citizens from a federal level, and that any attempt to enforce a federal law on their turf, they will meet with the stiffest resist resistance to include the, giving their life if necessary. Yes. Now that's a pretty bold statement for a uh, a public official to make to another public official. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a pretty serious thing, and, and in a good way. People need to be standing up, and well, I'm glad to see the Sheriff's Association standing up for the people's rights. If you look at history, recent history, like say within the last 25 years, the Branch Davidians were a classic example. They didn't go after Branch Davidians because they were Branch Davidians. They went after it to intimidate you and I. Right. They wanted to flex their muscles and show what they can do. Correct. And I, to this day, to this day, I still can't believe that the American people allowed that to happen. Well, I can say one thing. To the uh, residents of Utah, those men and women from the Utah Sheriff's Association stuck their neck out for you. And if something happens, God forbid, if something happens bad enough where the feds want to try to make a, an example of the Sheriff's Association in Utah, it is your duty to stand with them and protect them. You need to protect those people, and you guys need to stand by them. They stood by you. They made that statement. It's your responsibility to stand by them, and we have to do that. I mean, for our law enforcement people, they put their lives on the line every day to help you. Now, they put their lives on the line in more ways than one. I mean, they've now labeled themselves as a troublemaker. Essentially, in the eyes of the government, they're troublemakers. Right. They're rabble And you've rousers. got to be able to stand behind those people. Now, here recently, uh, on the 19th of January, there was a, what, what was it, Gun Appreciation Day that they were Gun running? Appreciation and, uh, appreciation people were showing up to their state capitals and showing their support and rallying, showing up, you know, with the pro-Second Amendment signs. Um, initially, me and Barry were planning to attend the one here at the Georgia State Capitol. Of course, uh, those fell within the dates of SHOT Show and we were not able to make it. Right. We didn't get back in time to go. 
but for those of you that did show up, we graciously appreciate the support. I mean, we all need it. Uh, I, I really hate that I didn't get to go, but I look at it like I'm supporting the Second Amendment uh, in my own way. And unfortunately, it just didn't involve me going to the rally. I, I wanted to go, but I just wasn't in the cards for me to be there. And we missed the last shot show. We could not miss this one because this is where all the dealers come together from all over the country and let you know what they have, what they don't have, what you can order, what you can't order. And we ordered a lot of stuff. We've ordered tons of stuff. But there again, the distributors are selling out. Uh, we don't, we can't get any Ruger firearms right now. People are coming in here, this is what it's been like five or six weeks of this constant. People are pouring in here like bees in a beehive. Buying guns, if they can't buy an AR-15, they buy something else. They get some kind of firearm. And we're running out of guns. We got a lot of a uh, lot of handguns left, but we're running low on Glocks. We are. Uh, there's several model Glocks right now that are impossible. You cannot get a 26. Can't get a 19. Can't get a 22. No. You can't get them. You they're, can. they're not. And Ruger is not shipping anything. Forget about BX25 magazines right now. We sold a hundred of those in one day. I had a lady come in a while ago. Y'all got any BX25s? No. We sold out three or four weeks ago. No. Now. If they pass some kind of legislation, you'll never see another new one. You'll have to find one out there floating around somewhere, and there are a lot of them. There are. But you're going to pay out the zuzu for it. Well, now. you know, across the board, this deal with New York, you know, of course, we have absolutely no support for this legislation. We think that it's just totally against the rights of the populace, and uh, we hope that there be some common sense measures taken to remedy this situation, reverse it, what have you. What we will leave you with uh, in saying is that law enforcement and uh, in general just being a responsible citizen comes down to credibility and establishing credibility. And what I will mention about credibility before we leave you today is that when it comes to credibility, I mean, I think that we have a very credible YouTube channel. And the reason I say that, you know, we predicted this stuff before right. it ever happened. Right. You know, when that original gun video came up where we were talking about five guns to buy before an assault weapons ban, I kind of had a feeling that there was a little bit of that in the air already. Right. And then, of course, the Newtown shootings, tragic as they may be, was just the, the, the last stone to be thrown to make that whole situation just go in, into a landslide. Right. So, um, you know, I know that that particular video, I mean, it does establish credibility. It does make us a credible source for this type of information. I mean, we're not lawyers by any means. We're not legal authorities, but we're just common sense dudes, and we just call it like we see. I lived through the Clinton crime bill. We went to, back in the 80s, we went to uh, survival seminars. They were talking about the same thing 30 years ago, the same damn thing they're talking about right now. One thing to remember about anti-gun legislation and the way the anti-gunners think is that they know they're not going to lick it in 10 years. They know they're not going to lick it in 30 years. Right. They don't care if it takes a hundred years. As long as they get your guns, that's their ultimate goal. And they know that it's going to require baby steps. So it's very important that we fight this at every every turn. Right. In every opportunity you have to defend your rights, you should do so. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate all your support. We get numerous phone calls all the time. Of course, on Saturdays, we have a lot of people drop through the pawn shop on their way passing through town or whatever. We really appreciate your support. We have more of these videos in the pipeline, more gun gripes, more firearms facts in the pipeline. We're going out to film some more Shoot Your Stuff videos tomorrow. Yes. So we got some neat stuff we're going to be blowing up. And we have a couple of other neat surprises that are going to be on the way. 
So uh, if you are new to this channel, this is your first video, we appreciate you watching, we encourage you to subscribe. Tell us how you feel about the video, if you like it, love it, hate it, whatever, tell us. And uh, we'll respond to as many comments as we can. As always, uh, thank you for watching and we have more of these to come. Well, as a closing comment, well, I'm going to bring up the NRA again. If you're not a member, you need to join. Now, what they've done in the past, they've given, they tried to pass so much legislation, the NRA will agree to one little thing here and there. The NRA this time has taken a no-tolerance stand. And if they back off of that, they're going to they're get some nasty phone calls from me. If they back off on their stand, they need to, they need to set a wall here, and you don't cross that wall. Yep. And, now, let, and let, your, let your elected representatives know that you are a one-issue voter right. and that you will vote them out if they compromise on your gun rights. Right. If they compromise on gun rights, I become a one-issue voter. I don't care what they believe in. If they, if they want to take my guns away, I'm voting them out. Correct. Well, enough doom and gloom for this week. We're going to get down to some shooting videos. we got some uh, really cool stuff in the pipeline, so we hope that you'll watch, and y'all have a nice weekend. All right. Y'all have a good evening. A lot of you have been asking about Barry's t-shirt. Uh, we do have t-shirts available on the Spreadshirt website. You'll see a link down in the description box where you can purchase uh, the variety of shirts that we have uh, for sale. And this is one of them. It's not marked Iraq Veteran or anything like that. It's just a funny shirt we put together. Uh, so many of these shirts you see in the videos are for sale. If you guys are interested, of course, the link is down below. Thank you.